Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to Charles Kelly Money Tips podcast. Today I want to talk to you about house prices, which uh, uh, the figures just come out that house price growth is at the slowest rate since 2012, say the ONS. This is the Office for National Statistics. House prices prices rose at the slowest rate to July. That's a year to to July. uh, Slower than at any time since September 2012. They're up by just... 0.7% 0.7% on on the year. Now that you know a lot of people in the UK expect house prices to grow at 4 and 5% every year and sometimes 10%, but they have slowed down. It's not uh falling, it's not dropping like there's a big recession, uh but you know when you you think of the the heady days when you know people just bought houses and expected them to go up, you know it was just a given that they would expect they're going to make money on whatever they bought and it's it's like any fool could just go out and become a property investor and and make money even if they bought the wrong kinds of property. So I think for the moment those days are are over. Now according to the uh, ONS, uh, there's been a general slowdown in the UK for the last three years. That's not just a sudden thing now. Um, now that might coincide with Brexit. I think Brexit certainly triggered it. Uh, although I think prices were a, a little bit high at the time and Brexit was just that straw that broke the camel's back and I remember a friend of mine had a, a housing project going he, he converted a pub into flats in Islington and everything was going smoothly got the flats they were nice flats um, they're at the, the north end of Islington I would call it Archway <laughs> he called it Islington it was technically in Islington but this is not like the, the heart of Islington where Jeremy Corbyn lives this is uh, Archway but it's still a nice area and desirable and the flats weren't that expensive, but they were nice flats. And when Brexit was announced, things just stopped. I mean, he just couldn't sell them. And he tried reducing prices. He had nice show flats. It cost so much money just to get the show flat. Well, I think it was £10,000 to, to get a show flat together. And uh, and he couldn't could, couldn't sell them. And and he was selling them to kind of finish off the project. And in the end, I think, I don't know what happened to the project. I think he sold the project on to somebody. But, and that was all uh, at, at the time when I think the referendum result came in. I think it was from then onwards. So house prices have slowed for the last three years. Now, the the general growth rate, I think, has been dragged down by a declining market, particularly in London and the southeast. And that tends to be the the trend. London has declined sharply. I mean, some areas, I think London's gone down by 20 percent, certainly at the upper end, you know, when they increase stamp duty on more expensive properties to ridiculous figures. Uh, I think Foreign buyers started to just buy more smaller properties than, say, one property in Kensington. Uh, but now the latest figures show that there's the biggest drop is in the northeast of England. But I was looking at the northeast about a year ago and think, shall I buy in Newcastle and Gateshead? I decided not to because nearly all of the rentals around there were uh, on benefit rentals. There were people on benefits now, now universal credit. And I just thought, no, it's not. It's not for me. So property values in the northeast dropped by 2.9%. That's nearly 3% in the in the year, and we're down by 
one percent in in July compared with with June. So you know two three percent it's not a, a lot. Uh, and in the northeast, even if prices go up by two percent, you know when the house is only seventy thousand, it's it's not like you've made a fortune anyway. Uh, even if it goes up, you know you buy a house for a hundred thousand, it goes up by five percent. It's not a lot of money, but uh, people buy in the northeast for rentals because it's a steady rental market and that they can usually make a good you know, yield on, on their, their rent. Um, now, their annual falls also in the southeast of England down 2%, London down 1.4, only 1.4 there, but I think it has been down more in, in recent years. And the east of England down a half percent. I mean, these figures are the official figures, but you, you can also look at figures in a different way. You could you could look at asking prices and coming down where, you know, estate agents will, re, will get, come on to you and say, look, I, I've got this uh, flat. It was on at 550. Now we're putting it down to 500. Uh, that, that's a 10 percent drop. Now, it's only asking price. It's not the completed price, but certainly uh, and, and that would later on filter into the, the completed prices. But certainly there's there's a lot of reductions in 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 prices at the moment where people just can't sell overall in the uk uh, an annual rise of less than one percent 0.7 percent was the slowest rate since uh when when they had a a, just a 0.4 rise in september 2012 the biggest rise in fact was in wales um 4.2 percent typical property in the uk is now valued at 233,000. now the ons or land registry data is generally considered the most accurate in terms of uh, price estimates. Um, you know, although it it covers a period which is slightly earlier than other surveys. We talked about what the Land Registry does the other day. It's the official register of land and title in in the UK. Now the news comes on the back of government measures to penalise really buy to let investors and anybody buying a property or a second property you know, over a million um, and. And it could be that, you know, a London flat could be a million pounds or, or a small detached house in the southeast of England could easily be a million pounds. Not from far from where I live. There are houses going for two and three million pounds. Um, so sometimes an ordinary family home can end up being a million pounds. So to kick people in the, in where it hurts on a million pound is is not the right way of going about raising taxes. Find another way of raising the taxes, but don't hit buy-to-let investors who are entrepreneurs that they're getting off their backside they're trying to make some money for their retirement don't pull the rug from under the under their feet it's the wrong way of going about it and i hope the new government under boris johnson will will do something to change the punitive stamp duty uh, regime which is 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 clearly killing the market and it's just not fair that a first-time buyer uh on a sort of a semi-detached house should have to pay 15 to 20,000 pounds in stamp duty. It's not only not fair, it's obscene. Okay, um, that's my little rant there. Now, um, I just wanted to clarify something on that that thing I was talking about uh, the other day, which was, can you buy properties on, on a one-click buy-to-let? And we talked about DOT, uh, who are selling properties, not quite selling them on a one-click on, on, on online, but... Um, they're selling properties where you can reserve them online and then you complete on them later on. Now, I wanted to go through the figures with you because I said the, the, the yield was very low compared to what they're advertising. Now, the example they've given is that if you found a flat for 100, they, they would sell you a flat for 155,000 
uh, with an initial mortgage of 116,000. That's the mortgage, in fact, is coming from them. So that they're lending you the money on a bridging loan. Dot's charges would be £4,262. That's four grand gone already. Um, and you'd have a deposit of 50000 Now, I thought the deposit was 25%, but anyway, perhaps that's based on the, the, the um, completed price. Cost of refurbishment, they're estimating at £22,000, which is, is quite a lot for a flat. Um, and so the total cost of the investor is 190,000 that's the 155 the fees the 50,000 okay 190,000 the valuation of the flat after refurbishment they're estimating at 207,000 and then you would refinance with a with a, a normal lender you would refinance the mortgage at 155,000 um and y- your potential profit there is is they say 16,000 pounds and your rental income 3,358 so the, the the article estimated that the real yield is less than 2% when you take into account the mortgage costs. So just getting back there, they're, they're taking a, you know, quite a big estimate there to say that you can buy a flat for 155, spend 22 on it, and it's suddenly going to be worth 207,000. And it would need to be worth 207,000 for you to be able to refinance out. Basically, you're, you're refinancing out for what you've, initially paid for it, the 155,000. All right, you've still got your, your costs involved, you've still got your 22,000. But, um, you know, you, you've, they're estimating that these, these refurbishments that they're doing will, will push the value up by 50,000, which uh, could be an overestimate. And if it doesn't, if the, the valuer doesn't agree, or the, the lender that you go to doesn't agree with that, then you could be stuck with it and say, well, hang on a second, I bought this for 155,000. I've spent 22,000 on it, but the valuer says, "Well, it's not. It's not worth 200,000. It's only worth, you know, maybe what you've spent on it in total. It might be say, well, you spent 155,000 to buy it, 20,000. All right, it's worth 175,000. They might say, no, it's not worth 207,000. So that's that's the risk there with this type of scheme. And I've seen similar types of schemes before. But this company, Dot, go back and listen to the episode. You can see what I was talking about. Dot are sort of packaging the whole thing together and making it simpler for people to buy properties without even seeing them. But I would certainly want to see them to, to make sure that these figures are you know, achievable. Uh, because now a lot of people are finding that when they're, they're refinancing a property, even properties they own already for a long time, that valuers have been very tough. They're, they're, they're knocking down valuations so uh, because they're nervous, valuers don't want to get sued uh, for giving the wrong values, values. So they are nervous. So they're, they've been fairly cautious, I, I would say. So you've got to be careful there. Now, if you want to get into property, I think the best way to get into property is not to go and buy with one click. It's to, it's, it's to learn how to do it. So how do you learn? Yeah, you could buy books and all that sort of thing. Uh, but I think the best way to get into property is to, to learn and take courses and seminars. I'll just say hi to people coming on, uh, on on Facebook Live. Hello there. Thanks for joining. This is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. So I, I've got some, uh, my, my friends at a company called Progressive are running several events, which gives you the opportunity to look at uh, a number of different strategies you might want to take in property and then decide which one is best for you. Because some people might think, well, I want to go into buy to let. Others might say, well, I want to go into commercial where I convert commercial into residential. Other people might say, well, I haven't got any deposit so I want to get into a way of getting into property 
without having any money. And that, that could be deal packaging. Um, and deal packaging is that you can do from your desktop. Uh, I know people who do deal packaging from their desktop. So uh, what, which is best for you? You might need to go along. That one, one event they've got is a multiple streams of income property event, which covers in two days, it covers the whole the whole spectrum of what you could do in property from commercial to rent to rent. That's another way you rent a property. You, 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 you uh, make it more uh, profitable by splitting it into rooms and then you uh, make some money on that by by renting it out to, to, to people room by room or as a serviced accommodation. That's another strategy. So they go through everything on this two days. Uh, it's actually it's a three day event. And I have some complimentary tickets for that event. If you, if you want to email me, charles at charleskelly.net. I'll give you more details. Um, there, there's another one here. Uh, it's called a deal packaging discovery day. It's a one day event and you can learn the basics of deal packaging. That's how to find properties for other people and then package them and then sell them on at usually at a very good profit. I know people who just make their living completely just from deal packaging and they might charge from two to five thousand pounds, depending on the deal they're given. And you can make money doing that. You don't even need to go and see the property. You don't have to meet the people. You can do deal packaging more or less from your desktop. Obviously, it's better to go out and look at properties, better to go around and, and find deals. But, you know, it, I'm, I'm not saying you can just find these deals out of thin air. You've got to learn how to do it. And that's for people who haven't got any money for deposits, but are good at finding properties or would like to, to get good at finding properties, but passing them on to somebody else until such time as they have money to do deals themselves. Um, you can also learn about joint venturing. You can learn how to use other people's money to buy properties. Um, so that's that's the deal packaging. Now, we've got some dates. September is a little bit late now, but there's some dates coming up in October. 11th of October, there's the multiple streams, a three-day event, and the 25th of October. Uh, the deal packaging day, I've got another date here. 25th of September might be a bit... Uh, uh, there is one coming up on the 25th of September. 22nd of 20th, that might be a bit soon for people and also uh the 30th of october so th there you go some dates there beginners property secret day that's a um again it's like if you're completely new to it you want to go to a sort of discovery day i've got dates there 24th of september 3rd of october 8th of october so there's some dates there no money down discovery day this is how to buy property no money down 23rd of September and 10th of October. Joint Venture Finance Day. Finding out how you can joint venture with people and finance deals that way. Uh, that's been done many, many times before using other people's money. Um, I've got dates here. 23rd of September, 10th of October. Sorry, 5th of... No, that's gone. 23rd of October to the 24th of October. That's the Joint Venture Finance Day. And a serviced accommodation day where you can learn how to, to, to make money from... Uh, converting properties into serviced accommodation. A lot of people do. I mean, there's a company I saw the other day. They've got thousands of these properties. They really made it into a big business, and they're raising millions on uh, from venture capitalists to expand their business. This is nothing new, actually. Serviced accommodation. It's it's something that's been done for a long, long time. Um, dates here: 26th of September and 31st of October. And then, if you're interested in doing HMOs, house in multiple occupation, there's a HMO Discovery Day. Sorry, that's gone now. Uh, that's just passed, actually. But there'll be other ones coming up. But, um, you know, just just uh, email me at charles at charleskelly.net or on, on Facebook here. 
and I'll, I'll, I'll give you the details of how I've got some complimentary tickets available and uh, you can go along and find out how, how these days work. Final bit of news here. The Bank of England kept base rates at 0.75% today, which is, I, I suppose, good news. Uh, and this comes on the back of the Federal Reserve reducing their rates and the ECB, the European Central Bank, reducing its rates. So the, these economies are trying to stimulate their economies. Uh, we've already got low rates. So we, we perhaps I, I don't think it's going to go down much lower than that. And I don't think it's going to go that much higher either. We're, we're in for a period of, I think, of low interest rates. So good news for people who want to borrow money. Perhaps not good news for people who have money invested. So I've I've done an episode on that earlier. So go and have a look at that. But, um, you know, you can borrow money so cheaply now. You can get buy-to-let mortgages at less than one and a half percent fixed, you know, which is incredible. Uh, It means if you borrow on on an interest only, if you borrow, um, you know, like 200,000, it would cost you 3,000 a year or 250 pounds a month, which is ridiculous. I mean, 250 pounds a month, I was paying more than that. For a, um, a £15,000 mortgage, when I bought my first property, I was paying nearly as much as that for a £15,000 mortgage. Now I can borrow £200,000 on a, on a buy-to-let mortgage um, and pay a similar amount, slightly over than what I was paying on my very first mortgage when it was 16.25%. 16.25%, I was paying on my first mortgage. Now you can, you know, it's, it's just ridiculous. You can borrow money at 1.5% fixed, buy-to-let, even less on a residential uh, the word of the day, which I, I cover every day is a, a financial word of the day, is ONS. What is ONS? I've mentioned this a few times, and it's the Office for National Statistics. ONS is the official body which um, has responsibilities for collecting and analysing uh, statistics and d- d- disseminating statistics about the UK's economy, society and population. So if you go onto the ONS website, there's a link on my blog, which will be on moneytipsdaily.com. You can see all sorts of statistics. What's the population of the UK? What's the average ages and all these sorts of things. I think the population of the UK is over 63 million at the moment. But you can see the inflation rate, um, the, uh, which, which we talked about the other day, uh, the, the, which is down at the moment. The, the consumer prices index, 1.7 at the moment. And you can see all sorts of statistics. And this is the official body. So it's considered a safe and reliable source. So if you read something in the paper, check it out with the ONS before believing those figures. Now, there are more examples and practical steps on how to make money in my book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness, which I've got a link on my blog. So so have a look at that. Um, And uh, you can see the the cover of the book just behind me there. Uh, It's a book I I wrote, took me many years to put this together. It covers um, the money belief system, the three hours of money management to help you manage your money and be happy with your money to make and, and enjoy more money. So thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. There are still people coming on uh, on, on Facebook Live. So thanks. Thanks for listening. Um, and uh, I, I, I'll just say that I have a, a, a blog every day on moneytipsdaily.com. I come on here every day and try and do a Facebook Live broadcast. And I, I also have a podcast which you can find at moneytipsdaily.com or on iTunes, or Stitcher, that's called Money Tips Daily, it's a, it's a Money Tips podcast, and uh, I'll, I'll put a link on this on, on Facebook as well, but that's completely free, 
And you know, I've got loads and loads of episodes there covering all sorts of tips on money, on finance, personal finance, business, money mindset, and all these things. Some of the some of the things that I've I've also covered in in my in my book. But uh, have a look at that, and uh, feel free to to message me to comment. Uh, you know, feel free to to join in in the discussion. Thanks for listening, Charles Kelly. Saying goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit MoneyTipsDaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 